Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles List, where we talk movie music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by my NHS track and trace. It's Cleon Bewley. And we're back. We're late. Um, AJ's got power, and we'll be here doing Shingler's List for at least another hour. How are you guys? Sorry, Dave, that was straight off the top of the dome. How's I, things, mate? I you know I'm a bit it. all prepped. I enjoyed it, mate. It was nice. Uh, yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I'm, I'm here. I'm not in a hospital on a respirator. Um, so, you know, bonus. Little little bonus there for me, Mike. Um, Honestly thought your next <clears throat> sentence was, I'm queer. I'm here. I'm queer. Get used to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too bad. Um, so, listeners to the show and... Um, Anybody that follows me on Instagram will know that I tested positive for COVID-19 um, about 10, 11, 12 days ago, something like that. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, not been, it's not been the nicest uh, few days of, of my life. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Um, so it's been <clears throat> the initial symptoms have kind of died down, but it's the after effect now. And it's, honestly, it's drained me of all energy. I've got nothing in the tank at all. How bad is he? And let me, is, how, how bad is he? So, where are you now? Week one? At the end of week one? Uh, well, from, from diagnosis, from testing positive, it's seven, eight, nine, it's ten days. Oh, you're out then? Yeah, well, I'm out of isolation, yeah, well... Yeah, no, I'm not quite out of isolation yet. I don't know why, but my isolation date uh, is the 15th. So I've got until Tuesday, until my quarantine right. is up. Um, I, got, I had an email after, um, uh, after getting the positive test a few days later. I had an email from Track and Trace saying I'm under a legal obligation to quarantine until the 15th. I don't know why. Got the email, got an isolation mm. note, and I was like, okay. Um, so yeah, I'm actually... Um, <coughs> quarantining yeah. until the 15th which is I, I don't fucking understand um but <clears throat> so yeah i'm i'm coming into i'm i'm like the middle of week two now uh since diagnosis but you know looking at the the list of symptoms that that they give you to fill in i know i discussed this last week when you once you've tested positive and then you go onto the track and trace website to fill your little questionnaire in and stuff um the list of symptoms that they give you on that web page makes me think that I could have been carrying this virus like a week previous. Because, as you know, the week before, I had all mm-hmm. the, the sinus problems and the headaches and the, the sleepiness and whatnot. Um, and then it was a week later when I, when I actually got the actual, them three COVID symptoms of, of the, the, you know, the smell and taste, the, um, the fever and the, and the cough. So, um, <clears throat> so from, from testing positive, I'm in like the second week. Now everybody's, you know, everybody seems to have different experiences with this. You know, I know of people, not personally, but friends of friends, um, people who are now online uh, who, who've had it and they've said it's just been like a, a rough cold. You know what I mean? It's just been, it's been a bit of a rough cold and they've been okay. Yeah. And obviously 
if you go to the far end or the other far end, people have died from it, you know what I mean? Or, or then you've got, you know, people have been admitted to hospital and been on respirators, but come out the other end. Um, now I've found... <clears throat> I'm sorry if people can hear a whining dog in the background to this podcast. But there's a whining well, dog in the background. There's a whining dog in the background. <laughs> I'm not torturing animals here. I've got a bloody lurcher who can't open a door that's halfway open and he's whining behind it. <laughs> so, so get out come on now cut it out sorry Dave. i do him... apologize listeners to the podcast he doesn't understand it when the red light's on sorry do you know him um, uh, you, you know that i listen to a podcast called called matt man a wrestling podcast and uh yeah. and andrew zarian the uh, presenter of the show his dog actually sits behind him on his chair and like gets all comfy behind him on the on the, on the presenter's chair <laughs> just stays comfy there <laughs> I, I have a lurcher cross with a deer hound. If he sits on the back of my chair, he'll be... He's just up there. <laughs> he'll be about four foot above me. Just shoulder next to, you, uh, next to your ears. Uh, his face yeah. next to your ears. Um, if he, I call him over and show him to you, David, we will never get rid of him. And I'll instantly so we'll fall in. We'll I'll instantly towards the end. fall in love with him like I can come and steal him. Um, oh, he's a proper baby. But <laughs> I can't turn my voice because if I do that voice, he'll just... Yeah. Yeah. So I do apologise, Dave. Yeah, it's all good. Yes. All good. Um, yeah, so the, the whole COVID thing, obviously, you know, you've got people saying it's just like a bad cold, and then obviously people have passed away. The people are on respirators. Um, and then, you know, I've been quite fortunate to, it's not been bad enough for me to go to hospital, but it's it was really, really bad for five, six days. The cough was terrible. The headache was terrible. The fatigue's terrible. The shortness of breath is terrible. And I'm coming out the other end of it, but I've still got these underlying um, symptoms, and that is the, the, the fatigue and the shortness of breath and the headache, which isn't as bad, but it's still there. Um, and I've noticed just like taking the bin out, you know, wheeling it from the top of the yard to the bottom of the yard and up the entry and then coming back, really took it out of me i was dead short of breath when i got back in the house um it's it's horrible and with regards to the fatigue and the tiredness it's like pneumonia more than anything well i mean with with the fatigue and the tiredness um i don't sleep um too well i haven't done for 10 or so years 10 plus years i get an average of four to five hours a night if i'm if i can get five hours straight unbroken that's a good night um, and, and I've got used to that. that. Yeah, but I've got used to it. I, there's, I can't seem to do anything about it. I've tried uh, drinks and tablets and relaxation and meditation and all these other things. And I've not really got to grips with it. A couple of times I've been, I've had a, a few, you know, a good night's sleep, but it doesn't happen that often. Um, so, you know, four to five hours, uh, unbroken if I'm lucky. And take last night, for example. Um, I crashed on the settee at about 7 o'clock. I went to bed at about 8 o'clock. Um, I was woken up at around 11. Um, and I think I fell back asleep at midnight. And I woke up at 11 o'clock this morning. I had 11 unbroken hours. It completely and utterly has drained me of everything. I'm randomly just falling asleep. I'll sit down, put the tally on, and doof, I'll just go. I'll just fall asleep. It's like... Um, what, what what's the 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 thing when you when you just fall asleep? Narcolepsy. Yeah, it's a narcolepsy, narcolepsy when you just yeah, fall asleep. Yeah. It's like that. I'm just I'm gone. No reason. Post I'll be about with the girl you used to have. <clears> I'll be uh, 
is that the tablet she slept well, on? That's what she said. But yeah, no, it's the tiredness, and I, I'm not really looking forward to coming out of quarantine and just going back to normal life because I've got a funny feeling an hour into normal life I'll be absolutely bollocksed um, and I just won't I'll just be so tired um, <clears throat> well when you come I suppose I suppose the first thing we're going to have to do is build your fitness up so day one time for cardio time to get in the gym with Leon <laughs> You've got to stop dodging it. Time to get that fitness back up, mate. No, yeah, that's one of the. Um, it's it's one of the things that I was absolutely gutted about. Apart from being gutted that I got COVID, um, you know the the um, lockdown had literally ended. It was the first day that we were out of out of quote unquote lockdown, and the gym had opened again. And I wasn't <laughs> going to go on the first day. I was waiting till the till the Friday night because Friday night in, in in my gym it's fucking empty, and Saturday Sunday it's empty as well. Um, so I was waiting till the Friday night and I was going to go to the gym. I was really looking forward to getting back in there, you know, doing some core workout, doing some cardio and, and, you know, I haven't been cause I had to, I had to isolate before, if you remember. So I couldn't go to the gym then. And I think I made it once. Um, mm. and then like I fell ill again. And so I was so looking forward to just getting back in the gym and then this happened. But now I'm like, I am going to go to the gym. You know what I mean? I'm going to, once quarantine's over, I'm going to go, but there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to do what I used to. I'm just going to have to take it really steady and just build it up um, slowly but surely, you know, jump on a treadmill or something and just do a, a fast walk for five, ten minutes, see how I feel. If I'm getting short of breath, I'm going to have to stop. But, you know, I'm not going to like, be a pussy about it i'm gonna try it. i'm gonna push it as much as i can i'll try not die obviously but <laughs> well well you know. dave i'll tell you something now um i'm back in the gym i'm back on making myself fit i'm back playing football i am not retiring i have completely rescinded that dave okay okay straight back i'm straight back off the bench and i'm straight back on a football pitch um as you can probably tell the younger chap has pissed me off today <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Do I get the story or <laughs> cheeky motherfucker? I tell you what, Dave. I tell you, these, these, these. It's just the state of football at this present moment in time. I should not be able to unretire, break your leg, unretire, and get in to a football team that plays in anything outside of public. Should I? Well, you'd think not. At forty-one, you're pretty good, though. You know what I mean. It's no, not like it's not like you're a shit player. Mm. No, but at forty-one, I understand what you're saying. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is an experiment, right? One game, I've got to try and get fit for one game <laughs> right. this season and make it into the first eleven at forty-one. So mid-season, at mid-season yeah. at forty-one, I broke my leg, well, I broke my kneecap, I've done my ACL. Come back fit two months later, and let's see if I can get a game. Do you know what? I think if it was anybody else, I'd say you haven't got a chance, but I know what you're like, and I, <laughs> I also know how good you are at football as well, so it's not beyond the rounds of possibility, you know what I mean? It's like... I'd, I'd, take that, I'd take that at 27, um, and then probably take that at 
36, you know. Mm. I had a season at 36 and I thought I was electric. <laughs> I was just scoring goals and I was like, whoa, I'm a defender. This doesn't normally happen. 36, 37, 38 were just goals for some best known <laughs> reason. But anyway, while we're on sport, you know uh, you know, my man crush was back last night, don't you? Your man crush? You yeah. know my man crush you, was you, back last night, you big, you? You big Adonis. Um, oh. specimen of a man stepping back between the ropes <laughs> proper man crush proper man crush anyway AJ Anthony Joshua the great British boxing leader of this nation not the chav leader not the chav leader <laughs> not the we'll talk about not, him later not the travelling leader <laughs> not the travelling leader but guys just so we're all aware we have got a special guest today on the show a special guest ringing up about the box scene so just bear with us two seconds it's an old friend old friend of the show isn't he he's an old he's an old friend of the show show, actually yeah Yeah, he just hasn't there's been no need to discuss him for a while anyway so more than two years since joshua came back He, he, he came back to wembley after his fight against that mexican that, that weird time. Lennox Lewis had a weird time in his career where he stuck his chin out and got absolutely nailed once. A couple of times he did you remember? A couple of times he did that, yeah. Hasim, Hasim Rachman. I remember Lennox Lewis one time doing it in particular and he did stick his chin out. He did it. Um, it, it happened... He um, stuck his chin out and smiled. Yeah, it happened a bit earlier in his career against Oliver McCall where he got knocked out, and then the, the later one, uh, when he had all the bouts, uh, was... Him, um, that one. Yeah, it was when he... It was Hasim Rachman, and um, the fight was... It was in... I can't remember what country he was in, but it was it. He was at altitude, and Lennox Lewis hadn't trained properly. He was he was really dismissive of Hasim Rachman, and he hadn't trained properly for altitude, so, you know, you got the lack of oxygen. And I remember watching the fight, and he was a few rounds in, and, and Lewis's mouth is wide open. He couldn't breathe. And next thing you know, his gorge dropped. He's, he's just got no energy, and bang, Rachman just sparked him out. He was gone. I mean, don't get me wrong. He smiled at him, Rematch straight away, and he absolutely destroyed Hasim Rachman, as as you would expect him to do. Um, it's time to bring him to England. Hmm. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it happened in America the rematch, but um, but yeah, no, he 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 destroyed him. So anyway, the, let's get back onto AJ, the WBA, the WBO, and the IBF World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, he not sparked him knockout in the ninth round. He did. He did knock him out. Quite simple. Yeah. Knocked him spark out in the ninth round. Um, I thought, you've seen the fight, Dave. So I've, I'm I've Joshua watched it, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. completely biased on Joshua because I, I personally think he will do Tyson Fury within nine rounds. I, I genuinely do. Right. And I would put <clears> a lot of money on that. A lot of money. Just on the two different comparison boxing styles. But anyway, what did you think? So, um, initially, I thought he was very tentative, and it seemed yeah. like it was the the Saudi Arabia Anthony Joshua, the, 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 the Andy Ruiz rematch Anthony Joshua, where he just fought behind his jab, did what he had to do, you know, and yeah. don't get me wrong, he outboxed Andy, Andy Ruiz, he outclassed Andy Ruiz in, in, that, um, in that rematch, um, and it, it, to me, it seemed like that's what he was going to do to Pugliav uh, to start off with. Now, the thing about Pugliav is, 
is he's undefeated in eight fights. The only person who he's lost to previously was Klitschko. Um, but he's not in he's not in AJ's league. He's not in Tyson Fury's league. In all fairness, I don't think he's in Deontay Wilder's league. Um, but he's got power. He has got power. Um, and he has got that... He's heavyweight at the end of the day, and he's got that one-punch ability to take AJ out. And AJ's been knocked out before. So yeah. it was always it's always there in the back of your head. It could happen again. So I'm thinking AJ might just be playing this safe now. You know what I mean? He doesn't want to lose his belts in this fight. He wants the... He wants to unify the division, and as he said last night, um, it doesn't matter who holds that WBC belt, that's who he wants to fight next. If it's Fury, it's Fury. Um, yeah. He wants to unify the division, so of course he doesn't want to lose this fight, so I'm thinking maybe he's just going to you know, win behind his jab. However, the third round came, and you know, the old AJ kicked back in the third round. And in all fairness, yeah. the referee should have stopped the fight in that third round. When Pouliev ran away, he turned his yeah, back on yeah, AJ yeah, 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 and yeah. hid in the corner. He should have stopped the fight. He didn't want to fight AJ at that point. I'm glad the ref didn't. I thought the ref was absolutely fucking shocking, by the way. I thought it was absolutely well. hideous um, uh, officiating from, from that ref. Uh, but after that round... I think AJ was just a bit tentative again, and he was just boxing behind the jab. Yes, he was winning rounds, and he didn't excite me. I think he knew he didn't have to worry. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe that was the thing. Um, but he didn't excite me in the slightest. And yes, he knocked him out in the ninth. Yes, the knockout was clinical. You know what I mean? It was perfect. And to me, it wasn't a challenge for him. But I also had that feel. I used to get this when I used to watch Michael Bisbing in the UFC. I get this feeling when I'm watching like Michael Bisbing was never good enough to fight the, the, the upper level super world class fighters. And he did end up becoming a world champion. And I'm so glad that he did. But my heart was always in my mouth when I was watching him fight. Um, <laughs> because I'm like, any second, because of his style and the way he fights and he wears his heart on his sleeve and he doesn't cheat and he doesn't take roids, like he's gonna get knocked out, um, and and nine times out of ten he did when he when he stepped up that to that next level. Um, he didn't at the end of his career, um, but <clears throat> I get that feeling with AJ when I'm watching AJ fight. I get this. I'm not sure if he's gonna win this. He just doesn't look like he's going to win. He doesn't feel. He doesn't look yeah. comfortable. Whereas with Tyson Fury, whenever I watch Fury fight, I'm just like motherfuckers going to knock him out. I've I'm never. Like, in doubt that Fury's going to win. Now, Fury's <clears throat> not a knockout. No, he's not. AJ's, and AJ's not a wilder. Yeah. No, yeah. Neither. 100% a, a, right. AJ won't go chasing after Fury. Fury? Fury. Fury. Me? AJ, AJ and Fury. Um, AJ won't go after Fury. He will not chase him round the ring. If Fury runs off, he'll still stay on his other side. Yeah. It's... No, I'm not chasing you. That, I mean, that fight against them two is going to be the most boring fight that's ever been on television. Yeah, I mean, now. styles make fights, and I'm not too sure if them two styles are going to go together. You know what I mean? It's going to take... No, whatsoever. It's, I think it's going to take AJ to lose his shit um, and just revert back to that cold fucking killer that he was for his first 20 fights or whatever it was, you know what I mean? 
Um, if if filed if filed it, Jesus Christ, Violet. what is going on with my boxing vocabulary? If Fury and AJ go up against each other, it'll just be two guys standing in the middle of the ring. AJ trying to land his jab and Fury trying to count his punches. It, it won't be anything. There'll be nothing. I, I just don't think he's southpaw, isn't he? Mm, yeah. Uh, Fury. I don't think that style against AJ style is uh, style as it is now, by the way, would make for a very good fight. Mm. And I do also believe both fighters know that. Has, um, has Tyson Fury, has he got a fight before the AJ fight? I think not. he has, hasn't he? Has the AJ fight booked in now? Um, Fury had been due to fight on the 5th of December. And he won't return to the ring until 2021. Hearn hopes the 32-year-old's next fight will be against Joshua. But uh, Alexander Usek uh, is now the mandatory for the WBO. So if if Fury has a warm-up fight before Joshua, Joshua will probably fight Usek. If, who you remember, um, we watched him against Tony Ballew, didn't we, when he was a uh, cruiserweight. And then he stepped yeah. up to heavyweight. So, so Usek is is now the WBO mandatory. So, if Fury does take a warm-up fight, Joshua's going to have to get through Usek probably before the Fury and um, and Joshua fighters. <clears throat> I just don't think it's ever going to happen. It is one of them fights, isn't it? It's one of them fights where you just like this won't get. He won't get signed. It won't get done. Uh, he won't. It just won't happen. Like the Deontay Wilder Anthony Joshua fight. <clears throat> you know what I mean? That never happened. And Fury yeah, Wilder Wilder ducked like there was no tomorrow for that. Yeah, and Fury stepped in and in all fairness, that first fight could have gone either way. I think a draw was the fairest result from that first fight. But the second fight, wow, you know what I mean? Fury I didn't, pommeled him. I, he pommeled him. <clears throat> as a boxer, and if you were sitting next to me, my sentence would probably be different yeah. as a boxer i don't think wilder's a very good boxer no as he's a not puncher, he's not as a puncher i think he's a great boxer it, that makes no sense i know what you mean yeah but um, louis, louis ortiz um was it louis ortiz that he was he was beating wilder i think they fought twice now them two and in every single round he was beating the crap out of wilder and then from nowhere wilder just pulls that fucking that bomber out, bang, yeah. and just knocks yeah. him out. But that's heavyweight boxing. That is heavyweight boxing, you know what I mean? Um, I think AJ would pick Wilder apart. It would just be a no contest. Uh, AJ would pick him apart. Now, the whole Fury and AJ thing, I just don't know. I don't know. It's either going to be, like, explosive. It's going to be one or the other. There's gonna, no, It's not going to be, oh, that was a good fight. It's going to be the best fight in the world, or it's going to be oh. absolute dog shit you know what i mean give me one of the two and it'll end on points and it'll be a split decision and we'll all be everyone will be booing we'll all be yeah we'll all be 30 quid down and like (laughs) we'll all be arguing about it yeah we'll be going on and then there'll be a rematch and you know and then the rematch will go the other way for the you know the for the promoters and then there'll be the rubber match and that's where the money will be and that'll be a draw or fucking something you know what i mean it's like... well also also on the good side of things you be quiet if you're going to come in the room if you don't mind what, what do you want to say sorry that, that is messy <laughs> <laughs> oh that'll go down well when she listens to this 
Anyway. No, I didn't mean that. He, he wasn't... He wasn't uh, he wasn't good enough to get out of the way of AJ's uppercut, which I thought oh, no, no, very no. well done. I thought very well done. I love seeing an uppercut, Dave. An uppercut in a haymaker. Well, he did. I love, um, did you, I love it when they land. That round where he just like threw about four in a row and just kept on hitting yeah. him with this uppercut, and it's like, oh, 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 oh. <clears throat> it was the um, it was the equivalent of um, was it Lennox Lewis that held. Uh, Frank Bruno's head up with one hand and just kept on hitting him with the other hitting one. Hitting with the other. <laughs> like, doom, doom. It was just like, oh, he didn't, he didn't go down. He, was like... <laughs> he couldn't. He was holding his head. Had he <laughs> <laughs> by the air? <laughs> anyway, that's enough for the boxing. AJ, absolutely brilliant. Uh, I'm hyped. I'm pumped, um, as I usually am whenever AJ comes off the back of a win. Um, unless it was that Ruess fight where as I'm kind of just offline and no one can find me to take the piss. <laughs> anyway, while we're on to sports, we've got a bit of football. Had a few football games this weekend, haven't we, Dave? Believe, have a quick review so. of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, we've had some football. We've got to get the reviews then. Leeds one, Tottenham West Tottenham West <laughs> Leeds one, West Ham two. Uh I was quite shocked by that. Tell you why? I do, I do. I'm, I'm waiting for you to tell me why. <laughs> uh, I'm worried about Leeds. Okay. I think they could actually be a team, right? And I think they will be a team. Mm-hmm. I think next season they, you need to have an eye on Leeds if they don't get relegated this season, because good teams can get relegated and bad teams can stay up. Yeah, <laughs> Newcastle fan. <laughs> um, so if they can stay up. You know, they lost two uh, one to West Ham while they were at home, and that's type of being old and the knowledge of football. I think yeah. West Ham played the game very well. You know, very well. There was also a decision in that where Leeds had a penalty saved. Leeds's goal, they had a, the original penalty saved, and they said the goalkeeper had jumped off his line before he saved the. Penalty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I think that rule's pathetic. Yeah, straight out the bat. Don't move, keeper. There's a penalty coming. Anyway, West Ham deserve winners 2-1 for that. Premier League, Aston Villa beat Wolves. Shock result. Uh, shock result, the Villa are having a great season. Mm-hmm. The loan of Ross Barkley, a uh, fantastic idea, fantastic piece of business. Newcastle won again, uh, 2-1 against West Brom. I think that puts us 11th in the table. Yeah, I've got, sure. got, got it up here now, mate. 12th at the moment. 12th, Man United, Man City, nil-nil. Complete snooze fest. Um, <laughs> both teams cancelling each other out. Uh, pretty much what we said about Joshua Fury. Yeah. Two very good teams, both going, hang on a minute, if we go this way, they're going to go that way. If we do this, they're going to do that. And they just didn't do anything. They kind of both stood either side of the school playground, shouting insults at each other. They were all ready. They were going to beat them up in the next 10 minutes, Dave. One of them games. Uh, Everton won Chelsea nil. Mm-hmm. Uh, great result for Everton. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea losing. Uh, Southampton three, Sheffield United nil. Um, that manager's going to get the sack. Uh, <laughs> I, if we go back on the podcast at the beginning of this season, I said I'll tip for relegation straight away. Sheffield United. Yeah. They finished eighth, I think, last season, and they had a fantastic season. So everybody's wages would have gone north at yeah. the end of the season and they would have gone soft. 
So oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. This season. yeah, I actually think we've made it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Always do it after the second. Uh, Crystal Palace 1, Tottenham 1, Derby. Mm-hmm. Even though Tottenham are ruling the league at this moment in time, I think still. Yeah, because uh, Liverpool drew with Fulham. Yeah. Massive shock result. Uh, that's coming up next. I think Tottenham stay top of the table. Yeah, it's um, uh, it, 20, in a derby. 25 points apiece yeah. at the top of the table. In a derby, yeah. In a derby, it's roll of the dice. It really is. If one day you can lose against a really crap team, another team, another day you can win. Yeah. Fulham shock result against Liverpool. I think this is the slide coming. So that's today. You want it Fulham Liverpool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the slide on its way. Right. Okay. They've got a few major injuries. They won the first few games. Yeah. And now I, it's going to be. I think this is the downhill now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because players will have their reaction their initial reaction to rising to the challenge play brilliantly and then there'll be the reality of that challenge right um afterwards it's just football it's just coaching that you pick up from time etc can't get it on a badge arsenal nil nil against burnley as mm-hmm. it stands at this moment in time it's half time mm-hmm. and at half time at the king pass stadium <laughs> it's leicester three brighton nil Leicester smashing Brighton. What's the... We'll go back to Arsenal in a minute. Um, Madison, Madison and Vardy. Madison's got two and Vardy's got one. Back on to Arsenal just for a quick second, Dave. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't win here, they're in a relegation battle. Um, yeah, I've got. I mean, I've got. I've, I've, I'm flicking between the uh, the results and the and the table and uh, Arsenal currently on 14 points. With today's points, so if Burnley win, they'll go on thirteen points. No, uh, no, Burnley will go on ten if they win. They've currently got. Seven. Oh, don't Arsenal take a point off? I thought the league's currently live for the results that oh, are is on it? at this moment in time. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So at this moment in time, they'll have a point apiece. So if Arsenal lose. They'll drop to thirteen points. And oh yeah, drop yeah. To Sorry, yeah. I'm with you. Fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, the, the table's always live of the results. <clears throat> you, um, a... yeah. No, I got you. Now I got you. Uh, you you mentioned in Leeds um, and how you are. What was your What was your words? Worried? Worried about them? Worried mm. about Leeds? Well, they've got Newcastle next at home. Well, Leeds at home with Newcastle. Uh, I, I think we'll get smashed. Really? Yeah, I think they're a good footballing team. Mm. I think against teams like Newcastle, Leeds will walk over. Yeah. I had, you know what? Something that always um, kind of surprised me. I don't know why it surprised me. Growing up, I knew I had quite a few friends who were Leeds fans. And, um, Did you? Yeah, I never really... Because they were all from Stoke. <laughs> I mean... Obviously, you know, you're a Newcastle fan, but that you're from Stoke, but that's your family, isn't it? You know what I mean? You get yeah. that from your family. like My father and grandfather. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I know a, a young lad who will be, he'll be 14 or 15 now, and he's a Glasgow Rangers fan because he's old man's from Glasgow, but he's as, as Stoke as they come. <laughs> like, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I actually knew quite a few people who were Leeds fans, and... I don't know what the connection was there. I don't I know. know if it was a family thing. Um, or, no, or... Leeds nearly won the league a couple of years back. So, 
that that's what it would have been like. Same as why is someone a Man United fan? Yeah. I'll be a Man United fan. He doesn't even know where Manchester is. He's, ne- he's never even been to Manchester. He lives in Milan. <laughs> um, exactly, exactly the same reason. You look at the table, you look in the newspaper, everything's top of the league. You I know, actually, I'll go with them. Speaking of Man you know, I saw a, quite a funny meme. It's Man U and Leeds, actually. I saw a, a funny meme the other day, and uh, and it was a Man U fan. And it was a cartoon Man U fan, and he had his hat and his scarf and his shirt on, and... Uh, and he, and he was shouting, and it was like, no matter where we finish, we're still the biggest team in the world. And the next caption was a Leeds fan walking past, and he just turned around and went, we were a big team once, and then just carries on <laughs> carries on walking. Like, you know, the, obviously yeah. the joke being, it can happen to anybody. It doesn't matter if you were the biggest team in the world once. You know what I mean? It can happen to anybody. Leeds win. <clears throat> Leeds win. Um... I don't think it could happen to Man United now. <clears throat> I mean, they were. I think where, the fan base is too huge now. Was it the early nineties when uh, when Leeds won the what would have been the equivalent of the Premier League? Oh no, it would have been right in the early nineties. Mm. It would have <clears> been I can't massively. Remember. In that the was early when 90s. it was. That's when it was still the Division One, wasn't it? Went back when Leeds. Yeah, won yeah, it. yeah. They've never won the Premier League. They'll say, "Oh, we've won the Premier League." They haven't. We Newcastle have never won the Premier League either. <laughs> um. But, we won in 1953. It was the first division then. It took. It, I mean, it only takes a few bad decisions. You know what I mean? And then your team starts playing rubbish. Next thing you know, you're fighting for relegation. Next thing you know, you're in the championship. Yeah. You know what I mean? True, but Manchester United have got the ability to just go right. We're sacking this man okay, yeah, before this yeah, decision. Before, before this he happens. gets here, and we're going to hire the best in the world. Yeah. And then we're going to throw <clears> 300 million at it. So, whereas Newcastle, we're owned by Mike Ashley. <laughs> who owns everything <laughs> who owns every retail outlet you know that's what there, bump everywhere yeah he, there was talk of him buying um what's that fucking one um, he's a prick isn't he? that's gone bump now what's the what latest one he is. the latest one that's gone bump that owns fucking like burtons and everything arcadia that's it yeah the, arcadia Ooh, we'll have a rant on arcadia group yeah fucking go for it while well, we're fucking at it um before we get the guest up um, Arcadia Group. So, do you know how many times we spoke to Arcadia Group about getting everything online, getting things correct? So you've got an online purchasing thing, etc. Do you know how many times that's been done? You've mentioned it before, but p- please refresh me. Um... I've done it seven times. <laughs> so personally, if I've done it seven times, there's got to be other salespeople who I was competing against for each seven time because they have to get three quotes and they turned each one down so I think they do deserve it but I do think Mark Ashley was a bit of a wanker because those two don't famously don't get on do you know that I didn't I didn't know that no didn't you they've had a fallout a few times and um yeah he offered him 300 million didn't he on the day it went mm. bump so there we are I'll give you a loan of 300 million if you want that year to art <laughs> But I don't think he gives a shit about it going bump. He's a multi, multi, multi yeah. millionaire. Yeah, yeah. He can go bump. Yeah. Balls to it, <clears> we'll move on. Well, you've got like you've got Arcadia, you've got Debenhams that have um, gone bump as well, haven't you, this year? All gone. Um, All gone. It's, it's crazy when you think about it because, like, we've got, you know, we've got a Debenhams in our city centre that 
takes up. So in, in our city centre, we've got um, what was an into shopping centre. Uh, our shopping centre was once owned by the council, um, and it was the pottery shopping centre. It then got sold and blah, 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 and, and then into ended up coming in and buying it. And Debenhams went into it before it was into, but Debenhams went into it. And they, you know, Debenhams have got like one side of the shopping centre, basically, aren't they? You know what I mean? Mm. Um, now, Debenhams have gone bump, into have gone bump, and then a, the bulk of the stores in the in there, bloody Arcadia own, they're all going bump. It's, Arca- it's Topshop part of Arcadia because they're going bump yep. as well, aren't they? Top <laughs> Topshop, yeah. Um, so, and literally, you've ju- and then Pottery you've. centers bump. Yeah, you've got COVID on top of all this. There's COVID as well, so other stores are just dum dum shutting the doors, um, and you know they've rebranded. They have re- re- rebranded um, the shopping center to. Um, it's not. It's not the Potteries Shopping Centre because that's what it was called. It's. I think it's just called the Potteries or something like that. They've rebranded, mm. um, but there's still. It's something to do with Into. I'm not sure. They're still not like trading under Into while it's in administration. I'm not sure, uh, but they have rebranded the shopping centre. I don't know who's going to buy it. Whether the council are going to decide to buy it back or whether somebody else is going to sweep in. But there's going to be fucking nothing left in there open anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Covid's fucking shut down a load of the shops, and then you've got this the, all this administration as well. Do you know what we should do now? Go on. Local business. Local business. Now it's time to get the pottery centre away from being the pottery centre. And no, keep it as the pottery centre, but you've got to be careful of the companies you're putting in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't just put gens and fucking hens milkshakes in it. It looks a shithole. No, I understand. You know what I mean? I understand. It's got to look, I think. it's never going to happen. It's all going to go protect up. There's just going to be a load more fat cats with companies that are yeah. just going to take over from where we are now. But can we not get an apple in there? For the well, love of God. Well, there was, there was one, wasn't there? It was down in the um, in the little ar- mm. the little arcade. It wasn't an official Apple store, was it? But it was it was a store that it was uh, what what are they called. I can't think of the name of the fucking stores. They but they they only they dealt with Apple products franchise. and franchise franchise kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and they only sold Apple products and they dealt with Apple repairs and stuff like that. Um, but it was only small. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I personally can't think of what stores you could put in our city centre that would make me want to go there. You know what I mean? I mean, we've just had. Um, what's the latest store to go in that shopping centre? Super Dry, maybe? Yeah. That'd be the latest one to go in there. We had, like, like the entertainer went in there a couple of years ago. Super Dry's gone into there. Um, last year, Super Dry. And the thing is, though, like, I mean, I, uh, the, the Sentinel, uh, Stoke on Trent Live, they, they, all the time, when things like this happen, they're always put on social media, what store would you like to see in this unit? And it's the same fucking answers all the time. And it's like, the Disney store. Yeah, well, we fucking had one. And maybe, if you'd have spent some money in there, we'd still fucking have one. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? You know? Maybe if you just didn't go in there and play with the teddy bears. And play teddy with bears, the teddy bears, yeah. And then leave, we'd still have a Disney store. <clears throat> I'd like to see I'd like to see JD Sports buggered off, and I'd like to see Nike buggered in. Yeah, yeah, like a proper Nike. I mean, would you... 
Would you prefer to see an like a Nike store or a Nike outlet? Like you've got like Both. like we've got up at um, whatever it's no, called we've got, these days. We've already got a Nike outlet. I don't want another one. That's, this that's... is what does my head in about shopping now. We've got twenty nexts. Yeah. In a way, in a small perverted way, I'm very happy that I'm, I'm not very happy. In a small perverted way, I'm quite happy COVID's happened because it's kind of got rid of all the shit companies everywhere. Mm. I, I don't think we've ever had a need to have 12 nexts <laughs> you know, in, in, in Stoke-on-Trent. I don't think there's a need to have 15. Um, do you, you see where I'm coming from? I know from, where you're coming you? from, Claire. I know exactly where you're coming from because nexts have just opened up left, right and bloody centre. Um, and I don't see the need for that many of them, but people fucking love Next. And that's why there's a demand for them. And that's why they've opened them. You know what I mean? We, Do you know what truly blows my mind in Stoke-on-Trent? Go on. Do you know what truly blows my bloody head off in Stoke-on-Trent? Is, quite frankly, how many Costa coffees and Starbucks there are. Well, they've just opened it that. Opened the new Starbucks, have knocked they? my head off, you know. If you think... I, I don't understand it. So, in, in, in the UK... The two, the two major coffee chains are Costa and Starbucks, aren't they? I would say the yeah. Costa and Starbucks, and then you've got like your Nero's behind that. Maybe your um, uh, Pratt. Maybe the, the, I don't get it. there's no Pratt's in Stoke, but there's obviously they're all over the fucking rest of the country. Um, and I can't I, think I, of any I, any massive, more massive chains. I, I mean, personally, you know. If I was to choose one of the big chains, I do prefer a Cafe Nero myself. I think it's better coffee. But I would also prefer to just go to the, the, the local coffee house. You know what I mean? The, the, the small business that sells nice fucking coffee at a slightly yeah. cheaper price. You know what I mean? Like we've got, um, uh, what did it fucking, what's it called now? The one on Piccadilly. Is it called North now? Something I think, it, like I think it's called North now. It's next to Bottlecraft. Um, uh, they do fucking lovely coffee in there. Do you, know, do you know? Do you know? If I were the lottery, I'd open up a coffee house and I'd stick it in the pottery centre for two years just for shits and giggles. <laughs> I call, do you know what I call it? Coffee. Coffee. Just coffee. Mm. One word. Coffee. And, and and would it be would it be the type of coffee house where somebody could come to the counter and just have a coffee? Can I just get a coffee, please? And you go, yeah, sure. And you just do them a coffee, mm. like yeah, not like, well, what sort of coffee would you like, sir? Just a coffee, just a cup of coffee. <laughs> I, my first experience to Starbucks, so I just gone in as you do with. I was at Bo. It was after she'd finished dancing. It was her first dancing, so I said, oh, we'll go get a coffee and a cake. I went in there. I said, oh, can I have a a, co- a black coffee? It was like an Americano. I was like, fair enough. Yeah, fair That's what enough. we're calling it today. Yeah, an Americano. Do you want milk with that? I said, no, I want it black. What's your name? I said, what's I got to do with you? <laughs> what's I got to do with you? <laughs> I was like, what's I got to do with anything? I'm only after a coffee. He says, oh no, we've put your initials on it. I said, oh, just ask me for my initials then. It's just, just put K on it. <laughs> Dave, in Starbucks in Smallthorne, there's me in there at this time. Just you. Just me and Bo. You know so what? why we need to put my name on stuff, I've got no idea. And also, the counter's roughly about half a metre long. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same guy. He's making the he's coffee. He's making the coffee. I've been in there, man. I've been in there. he's walking to the other side of the counter to give me my coffee. And he's insistent on putting my name on the mug so he doesn't forget. And he shouts your name, even though you're the only one in there. 
I've been in there, man. I've done it several times. Scared the life out of me. <laughs> I was talking to my daughter. Kay. Jesus. What's up? Your coffee. Coffee's ready, mate. Coffee's ready. I know it's ready. I'm standing here. I'm I've right just here. watched you make it. Why, why, when you're giving it me, have you just shouted me? Cheers, mate. Thanks. Went and sat down. What a, what a strange setup that is a Starbucks. Do they do that in Costa? Um, they don't ask for your for your name now. You just like they take your drink. They they take your order and they put the receipt. And you just walk to the other yeah, side. They put the receipt with the cups, <laughs> um, or they put the receipt to one side. The person making the drinks makes them, and then she just shouts out what they are. But you know, you're waiting for them anyway. Um, uh, the one you know, one thing that really pisses me off about Starbucks is like the um, the the loyalty card scheme. So. Um, let's let's do the three. Let's do the cost, Costa, Nero, and Starbucks. So you go to Costa. Uh, well, you go to Nero. Nero's the fucking easiest one, and I love loyalty schemes like this. Uh, Music Mania in in Hanley has a similar loyalty scheme where if you spend a pound, you get a point. If you get fifty points, you get a fiver off your next purchase. Dead simple, dead easy. Cafe Nero. You buy a coffee, you get a stamp. If you fill your card full of stamps you get a free coffee. And it can be any coffee you want. It can be the biggest fucking, most extravagant coffee with all the cream and marshmallows. It's still free. It doesn't matter. You fill your card, you get a free drink. Dead easy. Costa. Not quite as simple, but still as simple. Whenever you buy a drink or whenever you make a purchase, you scan your card or your app or whatever and you get points. And your points equate to pounds. And when you've got enough pounds, you can get a drink for that much, for that many pounds. So if you've only got yeah. enough drink, enough pounds for an espresso, then you can only have an espresso. If you've got enough for a caramel latte, you can have a caramel latte. Um, with Starbucks, they don't do a loyalty card system. It's a gift card system. And it seems to be that nobody in any Starbucks knows how this card works because they all operate it ever so slightly mm-hmm. differently. And the more... Per- so you have to load money onto this card and pay for your drinks yeah. with the card. And the more times you use the card, you get a little stamp. And if you get so many stamps, you get, like, bonus things and you get your free caramel shots or free vanilla shots or whatever or free, like, double espresso. Um, it's weird. But I've been to stores where if you give them your card because you want to collect your 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 stamps like but there's no money on there they'll go there's no money on that that's seven pounds something please and you go oh no i want to collect me me stamps and they go well you can't because there's no money on the card you need to put money on the card so would you like me to put money on the card first and it's this whole rigmarole of putting money on the card whereas other stores you give them the card and they'll go okay that's seven pounds something. They'll then put the price of the, of the drinks on the system to top up your card, take the payment from your visa, put that on the card, and then swipe the card again to take the money off the card to get your stamps. They just do it for you. They don't make it clear on how this fucking system works. And I've only ever had one manager of a store actually turn around and go, this is the most ridiculous system ever. Even I'm not too sure how it works. Um, do you want to put money on the card or not? And I'm like, no, I, I can't even be bothered anymore. I'll just take my coffee and I'll never come back again. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Just make it easy for your customers. I'm not asking much. Make it I, fucking I, easy I, for your customers. I can't be honest. I, I think it's just a little bit. In fact. Like Tesco, by the bastards. If you've got a club card, this is cheaper. Yeah. 
prejudice wankers. Why? Why is it cheaper? You know what I mean. And I've why? noticed. I've noticed they've stopped doing a lot of sale stuff. So back when um, when I was heavily counting calories, if I wanted some ice cream, I would get low calorie ice cream. But I, I don't know if you've ever seen Cleon, but low calorie ice cream is fucking expensive. Um, yeah. So I would only ever buy it when it was on offer. So if you know if it was if it was reduced if it was on offer it was on the sale I'd buy the ice cream. Now I've noticed that I've not seen any products ever go on offer or just cheaper. It's always club card price. You know they seem, yeah. they seem to have stopped doing like just selling things cheaper as this Nothing is this week's offer. Nothing's it's discounted. Just got a club card it's club price. card price now um, to get you. In all fairness, I, I my club card has fucking saved me so many times. Like, well, it, it's very clever. It's very clever now because what they do when they get stock high, what they do is put that on the club card prices, and they all shift out. Yeah, because they're cheaper. Yeah, yeah. bastards. Bastards. Um, I had to pay an extra twenty nine p for popcorn. Um. Well, I mean, you you should just get a club card, and you wouldn't have to. <laughs> What's a club card? No, you I've know, got a club card. Well, the thing—the thing with the club card—that the, the thing that I love about the club card is you, you, you just scan your card when you're doing your purchasing. Your money gives you points. Your points turn into pounds. You get vouchers. Yeah. Um, but we don't use the vouchers. We really don't use them, and it's saved our arse so many times. Like when we've been, there's normally at least once a year. It's that week where we're flat broke. And it's like, because we've had like a ton of birthdays that month or something, you know what I mean? It's normally around August. And yeah. and then I'll go, ooh, I wonder if we've got any club card vouchers. And I open the app up and there's like 100 quid of club card vouchers on there. And you just go, looks like we're doing a fucking weekly shop here. <laughs> and it's just saved my arse. Um, the, I should get a club card, Chantal, well, really. Well, Considering what, I go in there and just buy a blender on the fucking Yeah, just a web. fucking blender. Um, the, w- <laughs> What we used it for this year was um, we had, I think it was about 90 quid or something on there in vouchers. Um, now, these vouchers, bear in mind, they, they, they come through dependent on how many points you've got at the time. So some of them are for £2.50, some of them are for 9 quid, some of them are for mm. £12.50. Um, and they're all you know different denominations. Uh, but my lad wanted a couple of Switch games for his birthday. And... Mm. You know, been a weird year, COVID and all that. Money's not brilliant. Um, or it's not as it's not bad, but it's not as good as it should be. Um, so I've gone, oh, I wonder how many club card points we've got. And we've actually bought these Switch games with club card points. You know what I mean? It's like fucking two games. And, we yeah, we've wiped out the club card points. But that, that fucking 90 quid hasn't had to come out of the bank. You know what I mean? It's free money, basically. It, it, all you're giving away is your soul to Tesco because they're literally fucking tracking absolutely everything that you buy. But, <laughs> but hey, I got two free Switch games, so you know what I mean? On computers leading up to Christmas, I think I'm going to end up getting a PS5 and a Switch. Oh, yeah. Switches are fun. Um, I can vouch for them. Switches are just a nice bit of fun. I find Nintendo have gone down that route now. They've like yeah, yeah. Your hardcore gamers... Family. Your hardcore gamers have got PCs. Your next level of hardcore gamers have got PlayStations and Xboxes, mainly PlayStations. Um, and the 
the, what Nintendo have done, they've just made gaming fun again. It's just, it's just they've, a they've fucking done, they've laugh. Targeted family, yeah, they've targeted family. And, and it's gone straight family. It's an, it's an absolute fucking laugh. It's a joy. Um, well, I haven't tried it yet, so do you know what? Actually, I'm not going to tell anybody in the family. Actually, well, I'm buggered now because they listen to this podcast. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to get a switch. It's worth it, man. They are fucking worth it. And the thing is, as well, you can get some. I really... end up getting one in the run up to Christmas. You know, I'll be, I'll be like this, and it'll be probably the day before Christmas Eve. Something will come on tally, and I'll just go. I'm going to get a switch. Um. The you can find some really cool deals. Um, we we got ours. On... My kids are very lucky to have a knobhead father who will just go. Oh and yeah, switch just go and bash it. I'm I'm the same man. <laughs> well, I I dropped fucking like however much money on um, on controllers during lockdown because the Joy Cons are expensive, man. You're like sixty five, seventy quid a pair. Um, so we ended up I ended up getting another pair of Joy Cons and then two. Um, aftermarket pro controllers, um, but you know, I I dropped what would, what was that fucking? It's like hundred and sixty quid on controllers because I'm a knobhead. I just went fuck it, yeah. And the next, you know, prime delivery next day through the game um, because it was lockdown and we were all in the house. And oh yeah, I bought Mario Kart at the same time as well. That's that was the extra cash. So it was over two. I dropped over two hundred quid just on fucking switch stuff and like and we just sat there I for think, two days I think that'll get me back into gaming you know i don't think i fell out a bit of love with gaming i have i i i haven't gamed for years not i haven't gamed properly for years i think really ps3 maybe was the last time i really hardcore played a game and it would have been like formula one or or some kind of boxing game uh probably um that i played but after that i I mean, I'm talking like early PS3 as well, um, mm. and yeah, after that, I, I just kind of stopped playing. But it, but even then, it wasn't like it was two games that I played as and when. I used to love a PC though. I used to have a rig. Yeah. So I used to play Counter Strike um, with a clan on my rig, and then it moved to COD, and I just kind of fell out of love with it a little bit. It was a bit, it was a bit easy. Mm. Um, and then now it's become ludicrously hard. Yeah, I, games uh, are just like I know I sound old when I say this, but they're just not the same as what they were, you know. And there's all these like fucking like buying your fucking add-ons and shit like that as well. Like you know what I mean? If you wanted an extra character back in the day, you completed the level, then you got an extra character for completing the level. Yeah, it was a reward. I was just about to go on to that. I was re- I was going to do a review for FIFA 21 once. I- mm. And I went on to FIFA 21 and I, I sorted my team out and everything else. And I went, yeah, that was a good 30 quid spent. And I thought before I even start the game, you have to. Because in the league, I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start with all the players that are 50s and 60s overall. And I'm just going to start in the bottom leagues. And I'm going to start as if from scratch. Yeah. You had players that had 90s and 80s and... I was like, Jesus Christ, these kids have spent 200 quid on a football team. Yeah. And I've got crap. <laughs> I was like, I'm not playing on that. Well, I didn't. I went and bought a good team out, out of aggression because a little kid called me shit. I said, wait there. Wait there, London. Fucking, wait there, London 342. I'll be back in a minute. Booked off for half an hour. 
spunk 50 quid up the wall <laughs> oh fucking hell yeah games man they're not um they, they, i i don't really fucking enjoy them as much as i used to i mean i was dead happy i turned to... it off straight away in a temper after yeah fucking done switch off um and we're looking at the ps5 we are looking at getting one we've we've always had playstation um in the house we had ps2 we you know we ps2 was the thing when we moved um you know we got the ps3 we were a little bit late to the ps3 train um but we ended up getting a couple of ps3s just because i was using them as media hubs as well um and you know we upgraded to the ps4 we will get a ps5 eventually i've said this on a previous show i never buy them straight away i always give it i give it 12 months you know let them eye in the fucking creases out let them get rid of the bugs first like and then i'll get one you know what i mean let let the game let let a few more games come out as well you know uh, let there's me, no real games out yet let me work out exactly what i can do with it as well you know what i mean this is one of the things i didn't like about the ps4 compared to the ps3 is it's it's use as a media hub is nowhere near as good as the ps3 the ps3's media player was was a lot better than the ps4's media player whereas xbox xbox if you're looking for a media hub yeah xbox, xbox. wipes the floor with ps4 xbox you might as well has always been better if you want a media hub just get the new xbox well i don't i don't don't get the ps5 i don't actually need one anymore to go through playstation because i've got other other ways and means now of, of controlling the, the media but xbox has always been got all your windows licenses when you get that well xbox is um has always been a, a better media hub i mean i remember having the the old original xbox and converting it into a media hub actually like um, hot swapping it and having xbox media center on there and using it as as a media hub but you know obviously that's too old to to power any of the new fucking file formats and everything like that's what xbox media center is what cody is now you know what i mean it ended up evolving into cody um but well as talking about using it as a media center i have an xbox one in the drawing room however in the front room (laughs) drawing room however in the front room uh, where we eat uh the front room we have the ps4 because that's more for gaming where the sofa is if that makes sense Mm mm-hmm you know, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. more room in the middle room. So if you want to play move or things like that, there's yeah. just more room to move around. You can just shift the table out of the way. That's where I was doing me singing on Saturday. Oh, right. I had a sing. I had a sing. Uh, first time in how long, Dave? Really knocking it out. You, I haven't heard you sing for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I did, Dave? I got my vocals out and I got my coffee. I got my water. Your vocals out. <laughs> I had to crack them out this week just because of my dodgy fucking COVID mouth. <laughs> I need vocals out. I needed a bit of vocals out, sunshine. Got my speaker out, got my amp out, plugged my mic in, got my stand out, got my media centre. Bosh. Give it the but full right, beans. Do, give it the full beans. Let's do a few videos. You can't just walk back into singing, can you, Dave? No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't wear like that, clown. Doesn't 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 does does at all now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate! I was a little bit, a little bit here and a little there, bit up and down, like a little bit, like, a little bit rough. <laughs> so instead of instead of trying to make it good, I just thought, right, let's just bang it out. Let's not record it. Let's bang it out for a few days. And then let's get the voice right, and then we can record it. 
Yeah. Let's just bang it. Let's just let it go. You've got to break. You want it. You've got to break yourself in, um, in gently. I think with the singing. Like uh, it's it's funny you should mention it, actually because this week, um, it, I, I, on the on my memories on social media on on Instagram and Facebook, it was two years ago this week when I played the Black Friar with um, Tides of Ruin. Um, Did I go? I went there. Did you go the Tides of Ruin? I don't think... No, you didn't go the Tides of Ruin one. You went the um, very petticoats one in the oh, August. Oh, no, I'm thinking the full moon. Don't matter. Yeah. Um, so I did that... I did that acoustic gig with the very petticoats um, and then got a message from my old mate Dom, uh, who's a fucking legend, and um, saying he he's doing an acoustic gig uh, with his band Tides of Ruin uh, at Christmas, around Christmas, at uh, the Friar would I do the opening slot for him because he'd seen me uh, do the acoustic one, the opening slot for the very petticoats. And I was like, no, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not into it anymore. Like that. I did that one gig to see how it would feel. And I didn't get, I didn't feel much from it. So I was like, man, I didn't hate it, but I, I didn't love it. You know what I mean? And then he, he asked again and then he said, it's for a university project. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it because it's for your uni project. I'll do it. Mm. Um, and knowing like how it felt doing the gig in August, because I didn't really prepare too well for that. You know, I went through a set list in my head and I played through the songs in the house to make sure I remembered how to play them. Um, and then just went and did the gig. And after the gig, like, my throat wasn't good, and I didn't feel it was a brilliant performance. Um, although people told me otherwise, but, you know, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was a brilliant performance. So I thought, I'm going to have to prepare for this next one if I want to pull it off. Um, so, yeah, it's easing yourself back into it, you know, picking a song that isn't too hard to sing and going through it, maybe doing a verse and a chorus and before you actually try and belt out the full song, and then, you know, then trying two songs you know what i mean and i spent time mm. building back up to actually being able to pull off a 45 minute set without feeling like I, my throat was going to explode at the end of it what also helped is i got absolutely fucking shit faced as well um it was i got annihilated in uh, that night it was ridiculous i had old friends turn up who i hadn't seen for years like they, they literally yep. seen the post on on facebook and went I only live across the road. I thought I'd come and say hello. Next thing you know, I'm absolutely shit-faced. And it was crazy. I was crazy drunk. Um, but yeah, but fucking blinding night from what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was amazing. I was amazing. What are you doing? <laughs> I, fuck, I was fucking blind. Do you know one one of the things that I find really helped as well is how I stopped giving a shit about the performance because, like, I turned up with lyrics, um, and bef before I used to hide lyrics on the floor so nobody could see me reading them, and I didn't oh, no, fucking no. care this time. I, I had me me stand up with the lyrics on. I addressed it as well. I'm like, yeah, I've got lyrics on here because uh, my brain doesn't work anymore and I can't remember the lyrics, so that's why they're there. I'm still going to sing the songs. <laughs> I wrote the fucking lyrics. How can I not remember them? <laughs> yeah, I think I think when this is over, we're going to have a jam, mate. Yeah. I yeah. think we should get a jam. What does, does Pots play? 
Uh, Potts plays. Yeah, he plays guitar. And play? He plays guitar and, and bass and fiddles on keyboards and stuff. And Potts is very experimental. He, he'll, he'll, if it makes a noise, he can probably play it. You know what I mean? He'll, he'll, he'll try his hand at everything. But when I say he's experimental, like it's he, he's into some fucking weird stuff, man. Like I love that man. So... We got him in the studio. <laughs> Do you know what? Hey, the moment we wrap up, I'm I'm on him. I've um, you know, th- th- this year, whether it be because of <laughs> lockdown and stuff like that, you know, I I've had the guitars out. I've set the amp back up and I've restrung and cleaned guitars and I've I've been playing again. And you know, my old drummer um, Trev, he bought an electric kit and you know he hasn't played properly for years either. And he bought an electric kit and he set it up in the house and he's playing regularly. I've been chatting to the old bass player uh, Pat and he was like. I picked my bass up the other night, it's the first time in bloody years. And it just this year just seems to have brought something back out in in everybody. And anybody that's been in to in, in, in the arts and in performance I, and entertainment. I've got to get in the studio, I have. You yeah, know? it's brought it's brought things back and I'm still not at the point where I want to get on stage and do a gig. I'm not at that point I'm, at all. I do not miss that in I'm the not slightest. That. Um but I have considered potentially booking a rehearsal room like next year and just getting in a room with people and just seeing what it feels like um my only concern is getting that feeling that i had when i quit my band like five years ago because i really wasn't enjoying it and it just you know i don't want to feel like that again so getting in a room and being excited for it but then coming out three hours later and feeling like i did i don't really want that that's my only concern I'd just like to get in a room, plug a microphone in, uh, beforehand say, what, what do you know? Right, knock it out. And then once we've knocked it out, knock it out again. Mm. And just basically just thrash through some... I feel like I've got to, I've got a lot of songs to get off my chest. It just, just... I'd just like to get in a studio um, again once all this is over. I feel like I've got a lot of stuff coming out like that christmas load of lyric crap i sent over to you mm. i know it's rubbish but it's quite easy it's kind of just coming out of me there's no thought going into it no yeah so i just think with other people around you never know do you get what i mean no yeah yeah i understand i understand I understand um i think i've just heard a fucking phone vibrate you need me two set i think that might be our guest just coming through give me a second is that him might quite possibly Oops, we've got to wrap it up in a minute. I've been waiting for him. Hello? 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 Is that... Hello? Is that Cleon? <laughs> is that is that our Cleon from the podcast? It is, it is. How are you doing? How are you doing? It has been How a long... How are we doing today? It has been a long time, you big dosser. <laughs> I've Ladies heard... gentlemen. I have heard... Good. I, I don't care what the ladies and gentlemen have got to think and got to say. I have heard that you think that that big dossie, Anthony Joshua, could knock me out. I I just think, Mr. Fury, um, that two boxing stars, I just think he'll beat you. I think he'd do you within ten. That's just my opinion, just based on your two boxing styles. Well, just my opinion. Well, so, let me tell you this. I don't care what you think. I will spank him like I spanked Deontay Wilder, and I will do it <laughs> in three rounds, and then I'll come to your house, and I'll spank you as well, Cleon Bewley. I, I will spank you in me. your backyard. 
You can come into my backyard. I will fight you in my backyard. I will fight you anywhere. You come to you come to my backyard, and I will fight you anywhere in in any I backyard. I will spank you. I am you. not coming to your backyard. I will you spank you backyard. and Anthony Joshua at the same time. I was, in fact, I I won't spank you. I'll get Huey to spank you. Who? Huey, you know Huey, my cousin, my cousin Huey. No, I don't know who Huey is. He's Huey. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gone. I think he's gone. I think he, I think you've pissed him off, Clay, and I think he's I think he's disappeared. Who's Huey? Huey Fury. Tyson Fury's boxing cousin, Huey Fury. I'm I'm I'm, so, I'm sorry, Davey. Dave just nipped out go to the toilet then, um, and the phone just started to ring through my headphones. So I do apologise, um, Dave. You've just missed our guest. Oh, I didn't uh, miss did Tyson phone. I didn't miss Tyson did again, did I? I missed him did last time he bloody phoned as well. Couple leave of years back when he found you leave the room. Oh, I could have done. Do you know what? I could have done my Tyson Fury impression for him if he was here. You could have done. See what I think he thought about it. You must have pissed him off because you didn't know who Huey hey, Fury don't, was. Don't, don't fuck you up know, know Huey Fury fought. <laughs> Huey Fury fought last night. You know that, don't you? <laughs> he was on the undercard. Was he? <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, he's like a six foot seven um, heavyweight that. He's got the build of a cruiserweight, in all fairness, but because he's so I fuck- don't know who he is. Because he's so fucking tall, um, he, he can't drop nope. down to cruiserweight level. He's more of a scrapper. He he's more of a scrapper than anything. Like he's not a bad boxer, but he's a proper scrapper. Like, um, yeah, I not, have no not, idea. Not, not, bad, not bad. He's no Tyson Fury. Uh, anyway, let's wrap it up. Anyway, We've gone a little bit over. Let's wrap it up. Uh, big thanks to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Carry on sharing us out. Um, amongst your friends and family and uh, drop us a um, review. If you use a, a podcast app that you can leave reviews on, then reviews are always welcome. I mean, five-star reviews would be amazing. Like, if you could leave loads of them, that'd be great. Uh, subscribe wherever you can subscribe. We are available wherever podcasts are available. We're on all of your favourite podcasting apps, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, follow us on our social media. On Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash podcast. On Twitter, it's at PC. You can follow Cleon at KL Bewley. You can follow me at Shingler MVOC and you can follow me on Instagram. It's Shingler's underscore list. You guys are awesome and we will see you next time.